live from the Caltech studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing today? Thank you. I'm doing real well. Doing great. Doing good, 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 good. It is the weekend. We are uh, <laughs> sitting here in the studio. The suits are that gone. That is not an alcoholic beverage. No, absolutely not. It would never. We would never do that on the air. Um, while, while we're being watched. <laughs> while we're being watched right now. Can't see anybody. Can't see anybody. Uh Got some great stuff to talk to you about today. Some really cool stuff. Some interesting stuff. Got a lot of good gun-related stuff's come up over the past past week. We're going to be talking to you about uh, uh, an op- a police officer left a gun in a movie theater bathroom. And then we're, we're, first, we'll talk to you about the uh, how to secure a firearm properly again, whether you're a cop or whether you're a civilian. We'll talk to you about that. Uh, we'll talk to you about the uh, legal ramifications that the officer may face or department ramifications he may face. But what I really want to talk about with that is what the public's response was. Public response was is really going in the wrong direction. So we'll, we'll talk to that. And I think we're going to get, uh, if, if uh, everything goes right, we'll get uh, Lieutenant Bill back on the line, our, our police commander. So we'll be able to have uh, his insight on that also. Uh, Kevin and I, we're going to be talking about later. We've got uh, some some legal issues that have come up in Wisconsin. Uh, if you recall, we talked to you a few months back about a gun store that was being sued yep. for uh, a firearm sale when the firearm was then used in a crime. Now, there's a whole lot of issues there. There's the, uh, the, the 2005 uh, shield law that was put in place, but um, this... Uh, this ruling went uh, a direction that wasn't foreseen, so we'll be talking about that with our, our, our panel of legal expert, Kevin. <laughs> um, I'm ready. <laughs> you're, you're ready. We've got uh, uh, NRA put out some interesting uh, news release yesterday. We'll, we'll talk to you about uh, what Hillary Clinton said at a town hall meeting. Uh, we will also be talking to you about some local activities going on in the uh, some charitable activities in the Central Florida area. Mm-hmm. Want to make sure you get out to that. I know we're listening to we have a bigger audience in Central Florida. If you have a, if you're listening and you've got a great charity you want us to plug for you, give us a shout. Uh, you can get a hold of us. Go to facebookcom radio. You can take a look at us there. The best way to get a hold of us, though, is probably go just straight to our, our webpage. That's armsroomradio.com. Armsroomradio.com. You can go to the bottom, and you can take a look at all of the ways that you can contact us. Normally, this would be the time when I would introduce my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone, my right-hand man, Earl. Talk to corporate. But he's on vacation, <laughs> so so Earl's not here this week. So I'm going to try and cover Earl's part also with giving you the uh, the contact information. And I don't know it, so go to <laughs> armsroomradio.com, uh, armsroomradio.com, and from there you will be able to uh, you'll be able to contact us uh, a couple different ways. You, you can reach Earl there, and then Earl will tell Mike what you said. Yeah, we're we're hoping to get Earl back on uh, after the top of the hour, after in, in the second hour, his uh, his plane should be uh, heading towards the ground. 
Well, in a safe manner, landing. Okay. Landing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. landing in a safe in a safe manner. So we should have Earl back on for the second hour for at least a segment or two. Uh, sitting across from me in the uh, 10 o'clock position, for those of you that are graphing, graphing out the table, is the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja himself. Please welcome back Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. You're here. I am. And it's great to have you back. Thank you. Uh, we uh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna, we've got some great topics to go over. Uh, we hope to get to all of them. We, we, I'm looking at a full table here. I'll, I'll tell you how I'll tell you how this works. Throughout the week, as a topic comes up, oh that's a great topic. I'll print it out and I'll put it in the, uh, the radio basket pile there on my desk. And some weeks we get one topic of, of things worthy to talk about. Then we all get together later in the week and come up with other topics to to uh, make sure the public is, yeah, we is don't, aware we of don't everything. We just do this like five minutes before we walk into the no, studio. No, 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 no. Uh, we, we meet a couple times during the week and we get all our topics together and we, we sit down with each other and figure out who's going to cover which topic, who's going to be, who, who's our expert going to be on the panel and who we're going to contact. It's not like the bar exam. You actually have to get ready. For yeah. You got to yeah. study this. Yeah. This is, this is no, uh, this is no walk in and just take it kind of deal. Um, we, uh, some weeks we, we have one story and then we have to get together and go, okay, well, this is a good time to do a product review, or this is a good time to call the person that wanted to, you know, publicize their book or whatever it was. Uh, this week's been one of those weeks where, uh, the, the stories have just been rolling. We we haven't had to look for anything. They've just they've just popped up on the desk. So we're uh, we'll be talking to you about a bunch of good stories. Uh, normally in my two o'clock position <laughs> would be where the samurai sidekick, Mister Alec L. Weber, Esquire, Sir. That's him. That's would where be, he, that's, that's where he, he would be, be sitting, and that's where he would come in and say. Thank you. It's great to be here. And right. we, we'd all lie and say we like you being here, too. Um, only <laughs> problem is he's on vacation. He's on vacation also. <laughs> we Now, we understand him and Earl are having a good time out, not, in, the, out but, in the Midwest together. But not really together. Uh, they're not. I thought they were together. No. You mean, okay, well, they're together together, but just not together. Together. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. All right. All right. I mean, if, they're not together. Right. But they're with each other. Right. I mean... Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. If they choose to, you know, you know, that's live cool. that lifestyle. Yeah, that's all right with them. I don't know, no problems with that. So, that, you know. I just thought it was weird they might have had somebody else with them. Well, somebody's holding the camera. I mean, we've seen a lot of pictures being sent back and sent through the Facebook. Yes, we are seeing a lot of photographs. Yes, so the uh, the bears were the cutest ones. I don't know if you saw the bears. The, I saw a bear. I saw a bear getting a breathalyzer test <laughs> by by a by a South Dakota. Game person, game warden kind of person, and the bear looked at him and went, you know, you're only doing this because I'm a black bear. That's it. Yeah. They don't do this to and white I bears. And I thought, you know what? That sounds just like Seminole County, Florida. Have you ever seen a white bear? You ever seen a white bear get a breathalyzer test? No. no. I've never seen a, a white bear harassed by law enforcement. No, not at all. It just doesn't <laughs> at happen. All. It's, it's, you know, listen, black bear lives matter. I'll just say they that. They do. They do. But you're going to take one. Yes. 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 Well, they're legal. That's, I'm telling thing. you, it's, it's overcrowding. A, it's catch and release. Stick. You're not a man. No, no. 
Listen, also joining us in the room is good friend of the program. He's been with us since day one. You've never heard him in here before. Well, you may have heard him. Yeah, you may have you, heard him yelling at us. You heard him, but you didn't realize it was um, him screaming in the background. You, you can't not hear me on the program. <laughs> so our, our, our good friend Bruce. Bruce has been a friend of us, a friend of the program for many years, a uh, friend of mine for many years. Bruce is a great gun guy, a great Second Amendment supporter, and uh, and Bruce is sitting in with us here today. Bruce, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. Yeah, and it's all our fault. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's it. That's it. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. We're gonna have a good time today. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go over a lot of good topics. We've got some great calls coming in. We've got some some guests scheduled for you today, and we hope we hope you take away uh, some 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 tips, some lessons, some some uh, some issues, some something that makes you go, wow, I never thought about that before. I, I, we hope that it will help you get and stay ready. If you're because if you're not ready. You're doomed. <laughs> if you're not ready, get ready. ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Stay ready. Yeah. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We will see you after the break. How was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See the RDB in action at YouTube slash Caltech Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, 
When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. And this segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Bruce, we appreciate you uh, sitting in there for uh, Earl and handing out the tickets to the audience earlier today. Uh, you, you guys have a huge crowd. What's the deal? It uh, It's Earl, I think. It's mostly because oh, I, okay. I saw them when they realized Earl wasn't there. A lot of them walked away. So I think it's, it's a it's a beard thing. It's a beard thing, yeah. <laughs> a, I just have the goatee. Some, yeah. Something with a beard there. Uh, hey, on the line with me, I have got a good friend, uh, a former battle buddy of mine, an actual... Battle buddy. Not like a guy that I knew in the Army. This was the guy at my side for well over a year. Derek, you with us? Yeah, I'm here with you, Mike. Am I using your last name? I can't remember. Um, it's, you, it's your call. Derek Grimm. Derek Grimm. Uh, Lieutenant Derek Grimm. Retired. U.S. Army. Yeah. Um, Derek's, uh, Derek's a big, big wig in the financial world now. I, I can't even... I gotta wait like a week to get an appointment to go see him. It's ridiculous. Yeah, if you had his money, you'd burn yours. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly, exactly right. Exactly right. Um... Derek, you're involved with the Camaraderie Foundation. Yes, that is correct. I sit on the board. Tell me, tell me about Camaraderie Foundation. Camaraderie Foundation is a not-for-profit uh, that is there to help service members and veterans of 9/11 and their spouses and children recover from the invisible wounds of war. When did how, uh, or when did the organization start? Uh, organization started probably about six years ago. Uh, Michael and Marnie Waldrop. Uh, Michael was uh, a uh, captain in the army and was wounded in Afghanistan. Uh, and upon his return, um, about half his platoon uh, went through some sort of PTSD type issues or were divorced uh, shortly after their return. Uh, Michael and Marnie didn't want to sit on the laurels, uh, and so they went out and sought counseling uh, and wanted to start an organization that would help not only the veteran, not only the service member, uh, but also the spouse and the ch- children. Because, you know, the VA uh, does a good job in, in taking care of our, our, our service members and our veterans, but they really don't, they're not able to provide any service to the spouses. They're not able to provide any um, support to the children. And you know as well as I do that um, you know, when, you're, when you're a soldier, um, everyone's affected by your deployment. Everyone's affected by what you go through within your family. Um, so we felt it was very important that we provided scholarships, not only for the service members, uh, but we provided for the family members as well in terms of marriage counseling, spiritual counseling, uh, PTSD. Um, and so we provide a, an, a 12 sessions free of charge to the individuals. Um, the big difference between us and the VA is is that our our the, our clientele 
when they come to us, one, it stays completely 100% private. Uh, it doesn't go on their medical records. Um, some, some, some of the service members are afraid to reach out for counseling because they're afraid it will affect them long-term, that they'll look damaged, so they don't want that. Um, the other thing is, is that we can get someone in usually within 24 hours uh, where the VA, as we're all very well aware, typically has a fairly long waiting list. One of the things we've talked about here on the show in the past many, many times is that if uh, one of the problems with soldiers going to the VA when they, when they, when they actually do get in to get the appointment, um, it, is a, it is a government branch. It is a, a, a government entity, and they report on the either current soldier or former soldier's medical records that they've now received some sort of mental health, uh, uh, mental health service. Correct. That ends up being reported back to the Department of Justice and the FBI and prevents them from purchasing firearms in the future. That's a, that's a big thing that's gone over here in the past two, three years. With your organization, that does not occur. They can, Correct. They can seek out camaraderie with the help of Camaraderie Foundation. It's going to get CamaraderieFoundation.org. Now, I don't know about you, camaraderie is one of those words for me, like like restaurant, like, oh, man, <laughs> I almost know how to spell it, but I never quite get it right. If you go so, to Google and type in C-A-M-A, Google spells it for you. There you go. C-A-M-A, <laughs> and it'll give you Camaraderie Foundation. So camaraderie go, will start to pop up for you, you know, <laughs> or, or at least it's done it enough on my, on my, on my Google search that... Uh, uh, it begins to show up, uh, C-A-M-A-R. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the and one then, for me. I'm like, is there another vowel here? What are we doing? It's kind of like Mississippi. Just go C-A-M-A-R-A. <laughs> you know, put an A after every letter, and you're going to get there. Uh, Camaraderie Foundation, this is the place you go. And like Derek said, it's, it's not only... It's not only you, it's the family. When we deployed, Derek was Derek's an Iraq vet. I'm an Afghanistan vet. Um Either they, the Army trained us. They, they, they trained us how to deal with going overseas, a little bit about the separation. And when you and I got back, they were just starting to realize what was going on with PTSD. And, well, maybe and, with and, you, we, not with me. We, we got a little bit. At, well, it's true. You got out shortly thereafter. I stayed in for about another eight years. And they, and they started to address it a little bit. Um, and, you know, I, I, I harken back to a... Um, an episode of China Beach, of all things, and I'm not trying to compare this to Hollywood. There was one episode where they did like a uh, a future uh, show, and it showed everybody 20 years later. And the guys that you thought would be the the guys that were having trouble were not the ones you thought when you were watching the show. Right. Uh, um, and and it was the same thing now because I, I still I stay and try and stay in touch with as many of my my soldiers as possible uh, to see uh, who who has needed assistance and that you can we can reach out and help and those that have kind of blended back in with society. And that doesn't mean they don't have invisible scars either. Um, but, Absolutely. And then those are the ones that, that are there to help. So it, it doesn't it doesn't matter who you are if you need the help whether you it's something you're dealing with publicly with your family you're dealing with it privately you want you want help you go to camaraderie foundation Derek what's what's your what's your reach how far out of central florida is your reach right now uh, we've helped uh, service members in over 18 different states. Okay. Um, you know, we're headquartered out of Orlando, but we reach up in Jacksonville, we reach out to Tampa, um, and we've, we've you know, I, I, I don't know the exact number for last year, but I want to say it was like we, we did 120 scholarships last year. Uh, we're on track to do 140 this year. Um, we've been doing this for a number of years now to where if we get someone that's out of state, 
Um, we have the ability to, to reach out to counselors in their local area, um, screen their counselors, uh, and, and, and say, okay, you, you know, client, you're probably going to do well with this, uh, counselor. Um, and so we'll begin a process and, and we, and it's not, Hey, link them up, drop them off. There's constant follow-up in this process because we need to know if it's working. Um, yes. And if it's not working, is it the counselor? Is it the is it the clientele? Is this just not the right fit? Because we want to get it right. Got, um, got to do that after know. action report. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and and you know, it's uh, I, I, I the, the latest case that I that I dealt with, um, young lady, I, I, part of the Commodity Foundation. We're doing fundraising. Is I participate in the uh, downtown uh, Orlando downtown chili cook-off. And, um, you know, and at the end of it, this one girl tried to talk to me a number of times just about, you know, about the chili and stuff, and I just really didn't have the time. Right. Uh, but she was kind of hanging out there at the end as we were breaking down, and I, and I said, and she, I said, do you want some chili? And she says, she says no, no, I, I, I want to know a little bit more about your organization. Mm. And um, next thing I know, I talked to her for about a half an hour, and she was a Marine. Um, and she didn't know she was even suffering. Right. Um, but she was having difficulty adjusting to normal society. Yeah. And what had happened was is that her entire unit, she had been sent back stateside uh, for leave. And while she was stateside, um, her one of her, her squad, her platoon, oh, yeah. hit an IED right. and lost a lot of folks. Survivor guilt. Um, and had some massive amounts of survivor guilt. Yeah. Um, you know, and we got her in and we got her, we got her, you know, in front of somebody and she's in a better place now. And it really only took about six or seven counseling sessions. She didn't use the entire, she didn't use the entire amount, but she, she still stays in touch with us and tells us how well she's doing now that she's had that type of counseling. Derek, we got about uh, about a minute and a half left. Tell me about the rucksack march. Rucksack march. Uh, we got to raise money to get these guys into counseling to take care of the family. So, in order to do that, uh, we do a twelve mile road uh, rucksack march, uh, and um, you carry thirty five pounds. It's, uh, I'll leave this up to you, Mike. It's fashioned <laughs> after the expert infantry badge type competition. Yep. But we do also offer the three mile and a six mile with or without ruck. Uh, we want people to come out and participate. We want people to join uh, our, our website, which is camaraderiefoundationcantera.org. Uh, I believe you've got that email, Mike, so you can you can go over that email address. Or, we will. Or we shall. Uh, but we're trying to raise money. Uh, you know, it's $1,200 uh, for a scholarship. Uh, we'd like to get up to $75,000 this year. So if you want to come out, it's November 7th out at Lake Nona. Uh, the 12 milers are going to push out at seven o'clock in the morning. Six milers are going to push out at eight. Uh, the three milers are going to push out at nine. Uh, we're going to have probably about three, four hundred people out there that day. Uh, a lot of runners, a lot of guys doing. We call it warrior if you're doing it with the rucksack. Yep. Um, and there we have prizes if you're doing it on the warrior. Um, companies called Artic R T I C. Uh, is donating coolers. They're uh, a better version and a cheaper version of the Yeti coolers. So we're going to get the, the the winners are going to be able to take those home. Uh, and um, you know it's a good time. We, we like to we, we enjoy we enjoy each other's camaraderie while we're out there. 
uh, and raise the money for, raise money uh, for soldiers and service members. That's it. CamaraderieFoundation.org. We're going to continue to plug it throughout the show. Derek, thank you for joining me so much. Thanks for having me, Mike. We'll talk to you, everybody, after the break. You're listening to us live from the Keltec Studios here at the Arms Room. SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Israeli authorities say a policeman's been stabbed as Palestinian assailants shot on the outskirts of Jerusalem. That makes a total of five Palestinians shot by Israelis today amid a spate of knife attacks. Police in northeastern Pennsylvania have a suspect in custody after a Walmart was locked down after a report of shots fired near the store. Officers said no one besides the shooter was hurt during the incident in Wilkes-Barre Township. A man facing murder charges in a July stabbing attack in Ohio that killed one man, injured four children, has been ordered held without bond. 20-year-old Akihiko Clayton pleaded not guilty yesterday to charges of aggravated murder, attempted murder, felonious assault, burglary, and robbery. And a Georgia college could become the next school to rescind an honorary degree awarded to Bill Cosby, Payne College, considering revoking his degree. This is SRN News. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in a carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is the original, the Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Keltech Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. You know, I was out there this past week, Gun Tech. I went to, was out in Arizona. I saw Charlie and Phil. Again. Uh, I, I saw them again. I saw them again. It was a, it was a, they, they're in their new facility out there at Gun Tech USA. I got it's to a, see that. It's nice. A, it's smooth, oh, nice it's, it's, it's a state of the art. State wow. of the art. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it's their own actually, building. Actually, it's better than that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, it's, it's ahead of its time. Well, no, and Charlie, it has to be. So, they, yeah. They've, uh, Charlie brought in his, uh, I, I can't remember his name, his German Shepherd, um, uh, big big dog, uh, nine, about nine years old, if I recall, getting, getting, getting a little bit of the gray now. And uh, he looks around at his employees and he says, I wish I had nine more dogs to do the job. <laughs> <laughs> he wants the dogs. That guy. Yep, that yep, guy. Yep, that yep. guy. Yeah, yep. really. Uh, hey, we just talked to uh, uh, retired Lieutenant Derek Graham, United States Army. He's uh, one of the board members there at Camaraderie Foundation. Camaraderie is, just do like Derek said, just just spell it out on Google and it'll help you. C-A-M-A-R-A. And then Google will tell you. The yeah, yeah, yeah. CamaraderieFoundation.org. What's the... Uh... The, the uh, Rucksack March is Saturday, November 7th. Save the date for it. It's going to be at Medical Center, or Medical City, rather, in Lake Nona. New area out there. Beautiful area. Um, and uh, registration for everything starts about 6 a.m. in the morning. You can call and contact uh, Sky Bolin at 407-841-0071 for more details. Or you can uh, log on at Rucksack March 2015. Um, .org. .org, thank you. So. Before uh, Derek and I had uh, met up and gone to officer school together, that's where we, we met each other. Uh, we had both been in field units ahead of time, infantry units, so doing some of the tasks there that uh, you had to do with other non-field people, they seemed a little uh, mm, little easy, I want to mm-hmm. say. Um, we would do the 12-mile road march, and I remember when Derek and I did the 12-mile road march, perfectly capable of finishing in first place, but you know what first place gets you? Yeah, just more details because you're back first. You know? <laughs> so we um, uh, slow down yeah. and concentrate. Yeah, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't slow down, but Derek. And here's what we did, and without knowing knowing that we were doing it, 
Um, we both finished the road march carrying two rucksacks and four rifles because we were helping others through that were not able to make it. Mm-hmm. And even now, here we are 10 years, well, now 15 years later, Derek is still helping others through that can't make it. So Now, anybody can, can join this and participate in the march, correct? Anybody. This is a, uh, any, anyone that wants to come out uh, can, can join and do the march. Kevin, Kevin, you had an excellent idea on the <laughs> yeah. break. If, if you think of yourself as a prepper, Get yourself your pack, your get-home bag, your bug-out bag, put it on, and try to do the 12-mile hike. And you know what you'll realize? You'll realize where everybody says you should build caches along your route. Because <laughs> if you've ever really tried to bug out with your bag on, you know what you're going to buy? A wheelbarrow. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. I put my pack on, and, and I, I did all my gear on. I was going to, you know what? I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Got a, a seven pound simulator rifle. It's just a heavy piece of plastic. Mm-hmm. And I put all my stuff on and I went five kilometers. Five kilometers in August with all my gear on and started to vomit profusely. And you know what I realized? I need a bug out RV. Yeah. Bug, bug out RV. I've, I've been in your bug out RV. It's pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty nice. And, it, and it's ready. It's ready. It's, bu- it's, it's, yeah, it's ready to bug out. It's yeah. ready. This is Saturday, November 7, 2015. You know what? And we were involved with it a little bit last year. We tried to help out, and we're going to be doing the same thing this year. Maybe if we can even get out there, we're going to see what we can do. But um, three weeks, that's enough time to get ready for this, right? <laughs> you know, wait, I, I wait. got to tell you I, guys. I, I, I just wanted to make sure I understand. Is he asking me if I can be ready in three weeks, or is he rhetorically asking himself? Because <laughs> the 80 pounds of radio steel and sex appeal in this 180, studio. 180 pounds. Yeah, yeah, Come on. Well, well 80, 100, they're, they're equally Mythical. fictitious. <laughs> I, I walk with a pack around my neighborhood all the time. Mm-hmm. My neighbors think I'm it's the same pack, person. It's not a spare tire. It's not a spare tire. It's, it's a ra- I'm dragging it. It counts. <laughs> it's a radial on a chain on a, on a strap. I drag it around the neighborhood. But that's not the point. The point is, can I be ready? Yeah, I can be ready. I don't walk like a duck. I can, I can do that. You, I don't know from you. You got a bad shoulder still, you know. That's true. You That's got, true. You still can't healing. be carrying the weights. Just getting over the uh, the old uh, procedure there. All right. Well, many thanks again for Derek coming on. We'll have him back on again before the event. Uh, That's Saturday, November seventh, two thousand fifteen. Uh, come on out. You can. Uh, it, it, registration starts at six a.m. Uh, opening ceremony at six forty-five. Trust me, if you've never been on a twelve-mile road march, you, you want to start at seven a.m. <laughs> in, yeah, especially this time of year. In Florida. This is the time, mm-hmm. of, year this time of year to start at 12 yeah. year. Yeah. That's you know why they start uh, marathons, yeah. you know, at, at 6 in the morning. They've got the uh, 3, 6, and 12-mile routes. So, and the 12-mile route is the uh, the warrior route with the... Yeah, with the full pack. The I don't know if they're pack. making them wear boots or whatever, but um, that's the that's the uh, the challenge. You oh, know, the challenge is barefoot. We'll, yeah, we'll you bring know, out some uh, we'll bring out some dummy rifles too. You know, we'll you know, carry them around. That, that, you know what? You'll, you will learn a lot about what you think you can carry when you try and carry it. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you, um, because, you know, for many years I was active in Boy Scouts with my sons, and we've done 8, 10, 12-mile hikes with packs that were supposed to be like 50 pounds. And, of course, kids and new new adults at it don't know how to pack, and I, I will admit that I was one of those. You right. know, for the Did first you bring year. books? Oh, dude, <laughs> I, had a, I had a full-size air mattress in my pack because we were spending the night on a mountain. Yeah. And so my pack, when they weighed it, it weighed like 80 pounds. They're like, you're going to carry this up the mountain. I'm like, yeah, it's, you know. It's my pack. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so you, you've seen my cart. I just drag it along behind me. It'll hold 200 pounds, and it's like pulling around a 15-pound pack on your shoulders. It, it, your dog sits in that cart, too. My dog pulls it. Pulls it. Oh, I thought I saw the dog sitting in it. I, I no, thought... occasionally, I'm going to get a goat. I'm going to get a pair of full-size goats. 
I'm going to raise them, to and they're the going to pull my cart around, and I'm going to be the goat prepper. There you go. <laughs> as long as you're not the goat whisperer. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, if they're zombies, you got to whisper. So. That's true. Noise attracts them. Noise, yeah. noise, noise does attract the zombie. Yeah. Uh, again, camaraderiefoundation.org, camaraderiefoundation.org. If you're listening, if you're a soldier, if you're the family member of a, of a service member, you need someone to reach out to, you want to talk, you want to keep it on the on, on the down low, as the kids say. Uh, you don't want the, the government finding out about it. You don't want to lose your rights to your firearms. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you don't want you, them to come in and say you can't manage your listen, own money. If you, if you don't care about your firearms and, and it doesn't matter and you just want the help, uh, this is the organization to give them a call. Camaraderiefoundation.org. Reach out to them. Camaraderiefoundation.org. Uh, and there's no, evidently there's no restriction on where. So mm-hmm. um, they're they're continuing to grow. So it's a, it's a pleasure to be in with them and help them uh, get their... This is their fourth annual, I believe, their fourth annual Ruck March done. So, uh, again, thank you for Derek for calling. Um, all right, guys, which way are we going next? We got a couple of different things we need to we need to get to. We want to we want to discuss. I think what we're going to talk about a little bit is. Are we going to talk about the Hill? our former Secretary of State, the Hilda Beast? Want to talk about Hillary? The Hilda Beast. Talk about Hillary. I, hate... you know, I, I can't believe that she told the truth, even by accident. Well, this is what this is what we've known. We've known oh, yeah. that at some point. Listen, you go up to her and you say, "Listen, what, what, what's this? What's the deal with guns about with you?" Well, it's about registration. No, no, come on, really, really. What is it? You don't like guns? What's this, what's the deal? No, 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 no. It's just you know, it's just registration. It's it's for the children, Kevin. It's for the children. <laughs> yeah. We Anytime just want to do registration. Anytime anybody says that to me, I immediately yeah. grab my wallet and my pistol. Yeah, it's it's for the children. You just knew that if you pushed them hard enough, if you they pushed might them hard enough, actually tell you the truth, they would say confiscation and, and that's exactly what happened up at a town hall meeting in New Hampshire when they uh, when when somebody brought up in to to, to the Hilda beast to uh, Hilly there and they said well what do you, what do you think about gun confiscation uh, firearms confiscations firearm uh, confiscation program in Australia uh, she said well you know it's 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 uh, it's worth looking at and she would consider implementing such a gun confiscation system in America I want to make sure everybody heard me. Hillary Clinton, this week at a New Hampshire town hall meeting, you, you can Google it, I'm sure there's some audio out there, uh, has said gun confiscation is worth looking at and that she should consider implementing it, a system like that in America. I think the first people we should confiscate guns from are her Secret Service. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you, that's you, a great point. You can understand that the, you, know, you, can't, you can't take the guns away from the ruling class. That's that's you know that's what the constant that's why it's the second amendment's there so the ruling class can have the guns Kevin how, how do I get to be in the ruling am I in the ruling class you you, you might qualify for ruling class how many I, had a lawyer, I had a lawyer say that to me one time he goes what are you worried about gun control it won't apply to you and me <laughs> I went oh oh really we, I didn't know I was in the club <laughs> you're in the club and don't know I didn't know I was in the club Kevin immediately wrote down a grid coordinate and put a target on the back of that guy's car. <laughs> This this guy, this guy for future marking, we're taking care of him. Yeah, yeah. No, I know we're running short on time, but when we come back, can she legally, if she becomes president of the United States, God forbid. Well, you know, if she takes if she takes an, a, a, a play from Obama's book, she'll issue an executive order. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it when we get back from the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Celtech Studios. We'll see you then.
Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, Do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds. Plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Armstrong Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Armstrong Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Armstrong Radio. Well, we left off last hour talking to you about uh, what Madam Clinton has uh, been telling people up in New Hampshire Town Hall, and that is gun confiscation, is what she's been telling them. She's been telling them all about gun confiscation. Hey, uh, Bruce, how can the uh, how can the folks get a hold of us here at the old 
Caltech Studios. Caltech Studios. Studios. Well, they can they can call us at 407-774-TALK. That's 8255-407-774-TALK. They can also uh, log online to armsroomradio.com. Or they can uh, check us out on the Twitter feed, and um, that's I do right. not have the Twitter feed in front. I of I forgot right about now. the Twitter feed. It's uh, I believe it's the Twitter uh, Arms Room at Arms Room Radio. At Arms Room Radio. Or if you want to check out mine, it's uh, at Arms Room Mike. Okay. Uh, and usually about once a week, I say something worthy of getting suspended for. There you go. Oh, and we had so. a, we had uh, our our friend Rick. Oh, at the Facebook at the uh, at, at Ar- Arms Room Radio on no, Facebook. No. Facebook dot com slash Arms Room Radio. Yes. Facebook dot com slash Arms Room Radio. Yes. And and Rick from Seattle checked in. Rick, our Rick from our, Seattle? Our Rick from Seattle, yes. He's dead to me. Okay. All right. Now, that's <laughs> a, a whole other story, everybody. Trust me on that. But what I ask you, Kevin, before the break there, if Hillary becomes president, can she? I mean, they're never going to repeal the Second Amendment, right? Well, well you listen, they've, re- they've, they've repealed other amendments. And look how that worked out for them. Yeah, um, but, yeah, yeah, because... Uh, Prohibition was such a huge success. Well, and the difference between between now and in the 1920s uh, is that back then the you didn't have the bipartisanship that you do now. You had you had a government that worked together. You had states that saw things the same way. Remember, in order to get get the the uh, a constitutional amendment to the floor, and you wouldn't be. You wouldn't be uh, eliminating the Const- or, excuse me, the Second Amendment. The Twenty Eighth Amendment would just become we're repealing the Second Amendment. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, we so suspended tw- it during this period of crisis. What period of crisis? Did you just ask us what period of crisis? Okay, you're under arrest. Uh, you'd have to have sixty six members of of the Senate mm-hmm. uh, to vote for the bill. Um, or, excuse me, for for the for the uh, for the uh, uh, the amendment. Sixty six. There's. Mm, Help me with the numbers right now. What are we at? 50, 56 right yeah. now? Yeah, I think it's it, uh, 58 maybe. 50, okay, we're, we're under 60, but we're, we're under between 50 and 60 senators in, uh, in, in, in the Senate, in the United States Senate. And we remember what that was last time. That that pretty much stays about 50-50, and it, it might waver you know, one or two every, every mm-hmm. time. You'd have to get 66. So you have to get 66 of one party on one side to create this ballot. That's a Democratic Party that wants to get rid of this. They're currently under 50. They're at 40-something. They're not close. It's not going to happen. Unless the Republicans that are in the Senate went, you know right. what? Let's say we get this 10. This is worth a try. Let's, let's try it. Let's say we get 10 or 20 crossovers, okay, right. and they vote for it. Next step. What's the next step for an amendment process? Goes to the House. Uh, after House, this is the big one. Goes to the president. Go, well, it goes to well, it goes to voted. the states. It go, yeah, it's got to get voted on. You have to have sixty six percent of the states. Right. You have to have thirty three states in the nation agree with it. All right. It's you an amendment. You've mm-hmm. seen you've you've seen the past you know four or five election cycles the red and the blue. Mm-hmm. They go down the middle with a with a with a fraction of spare. So you're going to have to get. The houses and the senates of every state, except for what is it? Montana it only has one house of Congress. I think it is one house. It um, may be. Um, and you're going to have to get 33 out of 50 states to agree with it. This is why you're. I don't think you're ever, ever, ever going to see another amendment. It's okay. just. It's not going to work. Well, be- you you probably will, but it'll be after the United States breaks up. Sure. Yeah. Sure. That's what. Sure. I, no. Yeah. Don't laugh. Yeah. We're not going out with Canada don't, anymore. Don't we just broke up. <laughs> don't laugh. We're just. It's just going to go. You know what? We're not together anymore. So I, I, I'm going to say we're never going to get an amendment. But that's still not going to end this. What's the scary part, Kevin? The, the, he's got a 
phone. She's going to have a phone and a pen. Executive orders. Executive orders. Mm. Executive orders. All of a sudden, executive orders well, have become. That's not a... true. She'll have an email server and a pen. <laughs> well, She'll have an email her server. own email server. Her own email server, yeah. yeah. Because, listen, two email addresses are just too much for her to handle. <laughs> How many email addresses do you have? Oh, jeez. Don't, don't, shh. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's OPSEC there. No, yeah. no. Oh, okay. All no, right. no, no. That's okay. not necessary Wave for off. everyone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the pattern is full, Ghost Rider. <laughs> negative, negative. The, uh, the, the executive order. The executive order can be, you know what? He could have signed the executive order, and we don't know, because the executive order could say, not for public knowledge. That's right. <laughs> you are not allowed to tell anybody that I've decided that I need to be president until the crisis is over. Uh, sorry, sir, what crisis? Take him into custody. I mean, it's just just yeah. that simple. And you know what? When the president says arrest you, you know what they do? They arrest you. They'll worry about what to charge you with later. They just arrest you. So the freedom that we live under, it, it, it really freedom? is kind of an illusion. Freedom? freedom? Yeah. yeah. You know what? What was it? If you, if you think you're living in a free country, go into a deli and pee on the display case and see what they do to you. That's That's from a movie, but yeah. Triple X. Perhaps next time you pick a movie somebody's seen. Triple X. I was thinking, what movie was that? (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Uh, Yeah, so executive orders are the scary part. He or she, God forbid. It. um, It uh, could come out and sign an executive order declaring or or, or asking for or ordering the confiscation of firearms. I want to continue on to what she said here. Uh, this is a in, in, in release from the NRA from Catherine Mortensen. Kat's been on her program with us before. She has. Uh, tried to get her back, but this just came out last night. I bet uh, she was uh, walking around in, the, in her office in circles screaming. <laughs> uh, a voter asked, uh, recently Australia managed to get away or take away tens of thousands, millions of handguns. In one year, they were all gone. Can we do that? If we can't, why can't we? So already the other side is saying, don't care if we can't do it, why can't we do it? Mrs. Clinton responded by describing Australia's program and then said, I think it would be worth considering doing it on the national level if that could be arranged. She's not about, listen to us, folks, she is not about registration. She's not about, this is for the children. She's not about, we just want to track criminals. She is not about, we're, you know, this is for to make sure people with bad mental health can't she, get a firearm. She wants to confiscate your firearms. In order to be able to do that, she needs to know where they are. She wants to take your guns. Didn't she not, well, you know what, I got some for sporting purposes. You know, we go hunting. Those are not hunting rifles. Those are military-style sniper rifles. We're taking those from you. We're taking them from you now. We're Well, this is a... This is a Meat little, comes in styrofoam packages. You don't need to hunt anymore. This is a, this is my little, my little target pistol. That's not a target pistol. That's a training pistol, so you can learn to assassinate people. That's... This is this is what's coming. She does not want to take, take your to register your guns. She does not want to register your guns so we know where we can do background checks. We can do mental health checks. She's just said it. Confiscation. Hillary Clinton is for confiscation of your firearms. Confiscation of your firearms. Uh, Chris Cox, executive director of the NRA's Institute for Legislative Action, said. This validates what the NRA has said all along. The real goal of gun control supporters is gun confiscation. Hillary Clinton, echoing Obama's recent remarks on the same issue, made that very clear. You've heard the president say it over the past two, three weeks since the Oregon shooting, uh, that uh, confiscation. We, well, 
He has not said the word confiscation. You know what he has said? We need to examine England's program and Australia's program. Guess what they did? Confiscation. Yeah, confiscation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it worked like a charm. Violence in that country has gone way down. But I've said it on the show at least four times. Why is it that every time you see a uniformed officer in Great Britain, they're wearing a bulletproof vest if there are no firearms in that country? Not to mention the, yeah, violence, gun violence in England has gone down. Now when people are mugged over there, they're knifed. Or, yeah. or they're chopped into, to death with a machete on camera. And, and they have no way to defend and, themselves. And the police show up and go, oh, wait, please stop, because yeah. they don't have a firearm either. Clinton's call for gun confiscation follows recent comments she made at a private fundraiser late last month. While expressing support for a ban on commonly owned semi-automatic firearms, Clinton stated her belief that the Supreme Court wrongly held that the Second Amendment guarantees an individual right to her defense. In her own words, the Supreme Court is wrong on the Second Amendment, and I'm going to make that case every chance I get. You know what? I, I don't want to tell people who to vote for. I think that who you choose to vote for is a personal choice, and and it needs to be kept to you. But I am going to tell you who I think you need to vote against, okay? <laughs> and you need to – I don't care who you vote for, but if you don't vote against this crazy woman, do not come crying to me in my new home on another planet when she does this. Hillary Clinton just doesn't get it. NRA strength lies in our 5 million members and tens of thousands of millions of voters who support the Second Amendment. Majority Americans support this freedom. Supreme Court was absolutely right to hold the Second Amendment. Guarantees the fundamental individual right to keep and bear arms. It says right there, the right of the individual to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Again, when the gun grabbers come to you and they say, confiscation, you say, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I'm not going to tell you what to do if the police come to your door and ask for your firearms, but I know what I'm going to do. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. See, the problem is is when they show up with the Abrams tank and they're wearing the little blue helmets, mm-hmm. because she, that's who she called to help her out, yeah. or they're wearing DHS on their jerseys. Uh, you know, you're going to have to give them something. So, you know, that 22 single shot. I was going to say that high point that there, I keep. There you go. There's, that's what I got. <laughs> well, I, what, well I, I knew it was coming, so I sold everything else off. I hope they show up with an Abrams tank because I can do things with it they never were doing right. possible. Yeah. I was a tanker. I'm going to just go ahead and take that I'm over. Gonna take take yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the tank. I'm going to take the tank. Then I'm going to go out and take other tanks. Is, you know what? Having an Abrams is really going to improve our... <laughs> neighborhood watch our, program. Our, 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 it's exactly right. <laughs> our prepper group. Oh, man. We just upped the game. All right, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kelsex Studios. We're going to see you after the top of the top of the hour here. But please, until then, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And you come back to the second hour, we're going to show you how the way to get ready. We're going to see you in a few minutes. Intelligence Conservative, FM 105.5, AM 660, The Answer, W-O-R-L, Altamont Springs, Orlando. Live from the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. 
we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, we got we've got some temp- temporary changes. Temporary change. Easy, easy, easy. How do you guys do those stairs every week? We uh we uh, listen. It's uh, it's not easy being fit. Where, you where's, your, where's your pack? You gotta work at it. I, I, I didn't bring one. Yeah, I know you got a keg. <laughs> uh, joining me this week, uh, as usual, is the uh, one of the one of the best Second Amendment and self defense and uh, you know just pretty much catch all attorneys. Uh, any case, any case at all? Threshold. 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 Yeah, whatever comes across the whatever threshold. Whatever comes across the door. What kind of lawyer are you? What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Have have uh, JD will travel. Uh, is uh, the honorable. Can we say honorable? Can we say not honorable? really. I'm not a judge. Not a judge? Well, I, I've seen you do some judging. You've done some good work. <laughs> it was a beauty contest for seven-year-olds. That wasn't fair. <laughs> is uh, the courtroom assassin, illegal and ninja himself, please welcome back Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Earl is out today. Dr. Corbin. And uh, Alec is out today. Yes. And they are out together. And now together. Not together. <laughs> together. Not together. Not but together. together. I yeah. mean, but together. Yeah. I mean, if that's what they choose, I support them. But it's up to them. Uh, 2015, man. Those guys are going to kill you when they get back. Oh, they're <laughs> not, they're not going to kill me, and they're not going to kill him because we write checks. <laughs> oh, good point. They're good not point. listening. It go. doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. They've got other things to do. Yeah, but their spouses might be. <laughs> True, true. Sitting in their place is a good friend of the program. Uh, and been he's with so us a big, while. he can cover both chairs. <laughs> is, uh, is, uh, is Bruce. Now e- this is a story. Eagle wise, anyway. So, so uh, Bruce has been handling some of uh, the bearded one's uh, chores over there. So, uh, thank you for that because there's no way I could keep up with the tweeters and, or, and, and all the stuff and, and everything yeah, else. You, yeah, you know my web address and my maxlaworlando.com. Okay, so I don't even need to do that. You got, the, yeah, you got that you covered. Go. Yeah. You got that covered. I'm a happy guy. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, there was a, there was an incident this week, this past week, of an off-duty police officer leaving a gun in a movie theater bathroom. Now. We used to get this call a lot. You'd get a call to the movie theater, gun found in the movie theater. But that was in the theater because as the movie theaters got more comfortable and the seats could recline, guns were falling out of holsters. Um, this was back before the advent of great holster technology like like Kydex and then the durable plastics. This is back when people were carrying cheap nylon holsters. And I, as we I, say I, now... I wish I'd have known that was a problem because I would have left my phone number. So No, no, no. Just I'm the collection pigs. Yeah, just call me. Gun, I'll pick them up. Gun collector. Can I help you? Uh, the... <laughs> The uh, like, like we say all the time, uh, friends don't let friends carry nylon holsters. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they just don't yeah. work. Ke- Kevin pointed that out to me on a couple of occasions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a policy in place to check all bags and purses for guns at the Regal at the Village movie theater. But somehow, a loaded, loaded gun ended up in the men's bathroom Sunday night. I guess they're uh, afraid you're going to work pizzas into the... Uh, so that's why you have to put your purse in there, too. I, I wanna, I, 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 there's a couple things I want to talk to you about in this article. One, it, it, we're going to talk about the police side of this uh, and, and what's going to happen to this guy, uh, whether, you know, if he had a concealed weapons permit, if it was a personally owned firearm, if he was on duty, all those things are going to come into play uh, with if anything's going to happen to this detective. Um, then the other I want to talk about is the reporter and how she wrote this article. Um Yes, how she wrote this article and the public's response to this. Uh, on the line with this is uh, Lieutenant Bill. Bill, you down there with us? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, you, hear, you hear how I want to talk about this. Let me let me get through the article a little bit here. Just feel free to interject as we as we go along. Um, 
this was a, a gun that was left in the bathroom. So this wasn't a gun that fell out in uh, while watching the movie theater. Um, uh, you, know, uh, you know, people, that, police, uh, people that carry guns, they have to go also. You know, when it's time to go, it's time to go. And if you're somebody that's carrying a, a holster on your belt, you know, if you don't have like a shoulder holster or a, uh, you know, leg holster, a, a you know, a ankle holster, when you go to well, sit there, down I, to go I to the bathroom. I know some women that carry a leg holster that's not an ankle holster. Right, right. Um, yes. Uh, when you go to sit down to go to the bathroom, you're going to have to remove your firearm. Unless you want it just on the floor. Yeah, that's no good. It's a public bathroom. You know, if my if my laces touch the floor, I got to get new ones. I don't want that gun touching the floor. Yeah, Bill, it happens all the time. I mean, you, cops got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, well, I, I would say so. I mean, it's just like anybody else. Yeah. So this this applies for regular concealed carry holders. This applies for undercover law enforcement. This applies for off duty law enforcement. Um, here's what it gets even me. applies to on duty. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, in any human law enforcement, I think. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> the the next the next part of this is why would a police officer have his gun sitting around? And I'm going to give you the response. I don't need Bill to tell us this. Is you, some, sometimes you get distracted or you get careless. It doesn't matter whether you're a cop or whether you're uh, a concealed weapons holder. Uh, you know, who knows? You may maybe you opened the door and it covered where the gun was sitting when it was time to leave and forgot it was there. Um, but I don't know if I understand what sitting around means. That that where the gun sitting around, or where he <laughs> yeah, was sitting around. Well, it's the public, so who knows what they mean? Uh, that's what a lot of moviegoers are asking. After an off-duty uh, detective brought a gun to the theater, leaving the gun in the restroom stall, it's careless, obviously. Uh, Sean Hardy said, and I'm hoping he just feels just as bad as leaving the gun there. And I'm sure he's embarrassed that he left it there. Um, trust me, he's embarrassed. Trust me, he feels bad. And trust me, he's worried about what work's going to do to him. Uh, yeah, more so, he's he's not going to be, uh, or not allowed to be forgotten uh, about this incident by his friends and partners. At oh, work. no, no, yeah, yeah, no. Absolutely. This, this is guy's going to get the red belly like you wouldn't believe from the, from everybody he <laughs> knows. Yeah. And, yes, and this is something that is going to, no matter what, hey, remember that time 20 years ago you did this? Uh, it's going to keep popping its ugly head up. Oh yeah, people are going to walk up to him and go, "Hey, did you did you bring your pistol with you? It's, you're, you're about to get in a car. Did you?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a customer that found the gun and reported it to the theater employee. Police said uh, a police filed a report uh, Sunday night. It was found in the men's handicap stall. Well. Because the handicap stall is the Big Cadillac stall. of pooping stalls. Yeah, you know, we know that. Yeah. Um, and uh, a stall with the with the hand grip up, resting on top of the tissue dispenser. Uh, when the employee checked it, he found that it was loaded. Uh, it's a little crazy. Here's here's what gets me. Here's the part I want to talk about at length. Uh, well, not at length, but uh, in in detail. It's a little crazy. The officer shouldn't bring a gun into the movie theater if he's not on duty. Let me say that again. I want to make sure Bill Holder heard it. It's a little crazy. The officer shouldn't bring a gun into a movie theater if he's not on duty. Did you catch that one, Bill? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I got that. Now, I want you to let that let that steam settle for a minute because we're fixing to go to a break because we're going to talk about that part when we get back. Um, person goes on to say, it's kind of unsafe. They should definitely keep track of it better, but, I mean, everybody loses something once in a while. Okay. All right. Well, that's not a bad response. Mm-hmm. A sign posted outside the movie theater outlines the do's and don'ts. Don'ts. At the bottom, a clear notice prohibiting any firearms or concealed weapons on the theater can be seen. Well, Bill, did you know that? That if they put a sign on the movie theater that says no guns, that that applies to cops also? 
Uh, I don't believe it does. That's exactly right. It does not. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna we're gonna cover that when we get when we get back from the break. These are some of the issues that we want to clear up. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. See you after the break. your weekend. Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Oh, uh, what was that? You mean... SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from... SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See the RDB in action at YouTube slash Caltech Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for ar-15 ar-10 and ak-47 style rifles for nearly three decades gun tech usa has been producing the finest quality pistol grips rail systems scope mounts slings compensators flash hiders hand guards iron sights and more check online at guntechusa.com to see their vast selection of of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done when customizing your tactical rifle insist on tactical excellence insist on gun tech usa parts gun tech a proud supporter of the second amendment and friends of arms room radio check them out online today at guntechusa.com that's g-u-n-t-e-c-u-s-a.com gun tech usa defining tactical excellence for over 26 years Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. 
Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Lieutenant Bill, you still with us? Yes, I am. Okay, Police Executive Lieutenant Bill, let me ask you a couple of questions about the off-duty officer who left a gun in a movie theater. Uh, for those just joining us, the gun was left in the bathroom stall, in the handicap stall. The gun was left in there. Employees found it. Uh, it was reported to local police, and they uh, took custody of the firearm. What's going to happen to this officer? Well, uh, there's a couple different things. We need to find out, A, was this a department-issued weapon or was it a personally owned weapon? Uh, If it is a personally owned weapon, did he qualify with it to be able to carry it off-duty or is he carrying it as a regular Second Amendment concealed uh, firearms holder uh, like any any other normal citizen? Okay. Obviously, he was off-duty. So, you know, not that... That doesn't take away from anything. You know, department policies still apply. Right. Uh, so that's the first thing we need to find out. Okay. So if he's got the, he's carrying a firearm. It's his own personal firearm. He's never qualified at work with it, and he's got a concealed weapons permit. He's really just he's looking just, at embarrassment. Regular Joe guy yeah. off the street. Yeah, yeah. That that could be argued. Uh, but then again, most agencies uh, have. You know, like in my experience when I worked in internal affairs, there's always going to be a catch-all policy. Going to be a conduct on becoming kind of thing. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but that can be argued. You get okay. a good attorney, I don't know, like maybe Kevin, yeah, yeah. Uh, go in there and, and uh, Ant- argue anti- that, that side yeah. of it. The anti-doofus clause. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this was, you, you were stupid, and we're going to... We're, we're, we're going to show you how You go to the rubber gun squad for seven months. So you could get yeah. days off, as, as they say, or? Well, you can get anywhere from uh, a written reprimand, retra- and retraining, if it's a training issue, written reprimand, um, suspension. Depends if he had anything like this in his past before. Uh, usually something like this is going to start out. Well, it's, it's public public media outcry, so you'd probably end up with a letter. Okay. Okay, yeah. so this is this is something that, just depending on the circumstances, like we said, we talked about, uh, he owns the gun, the department owns the gun, is he ever qualified with it with the department, does he have a concealed weapons permit? At a minimum, he's getting something out of this. He's getting the, like Kevin said, the, the anti-doofus clause or the, uh, you know, the conduct unbecoming clause, he's going to get something there. Right. If it's, right. if this was a, the total brain fart, it's his duty weapon, uh, he was... It's a five-shot pistol. Well... Sure, maybe, but maybe it's an undercover issue. Yeah. You know, okay. he's carrying a small gun. Well, I do, I do believe that this particular officer, deputy, I'm not sure which, uh, but they did say that he works in an undercover capacity. Yes. Uh, so most of your 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 narcotics type guys or, or your undercover guys are going to carry quote unquote uh, non standard law enforcement. Type weapon. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to carry a Glock 19, Glock 17. Yeah, you're not hard to hide those. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be more the concealable type. You know, more the the the, the be able to, to to hide it, throw it in your pocket, something something along those lines, depending on what their assignment is. Now, now, c- correct me if I'm wrong, but. The question about why is he carrying a firearm to a movie theater when he's off yep, duty? We're going to get to that. Yep, okay, yep, but yep. I, I'm not a cop. Never nope, played nope, one. Nope. Didn't didn't stay at a Holiday nope. Inn Express last night, but. Aren't you guys required to be armed? Yes, and I'm going to get. I'm going to get Bill to talk to us about that, and that's going to. And we're, I'm just going to leave that direct, completely up to him. Um, one of the things that concerns me about this is that this is being written as, why does a cop have a gun with them when he's off duty? Um, here's what my concern is: we've seen the, uh, uh, the, 
the anti-police agenda that's come up, whether it be the the, the Black Lives Matter, whether it be this this woman, um, uh, what was her name, La, Latasha Neb, up in uh, Atlanta that was arrested for threatening police over YouTube, um, uh, calling for their execution, call, calling for their executions, yeah. uh, and, and then we've seen the president not endorse it, but not come out against it. You know, un, unlike. Uh, Silence is affirmation. Thank you very much. Um, And I believe that's perpetuating this cops shouldn't have guns. Nobody should have guns. Uh, And even cops shouldn't have guns. Yeah, Uh, because look how how well that's worked in Australia. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly right. Exactly right. Bill, tell me about where can a cop legally carry a firearm? Uh, Pretty much everywhere with with few exceptions. Those usually being uh, federal buildings. Uh, and thing that is, it's a very limited list of where a law enforcement officer in the state of Florida cannot carry a weapon. There's uh, there's several for concealed weapons holders. Mm-hmm. All of those places that you go, wow, this is a really weird place for me not to carry a gun. Cops are carrying. Yeah. Okay. Cops are carrying there. And again, it's like in a in a Department of Corrections facility. It, if the judge in the courtroom says no guns in my courtroom, or in the federal building which has higher jurisdiction, they say nothing here. Other than that, you're taking that gun everywhere. Absolutely. Maybe that's a solution to gun-free zones. You cannot have a gun-free zone without an armed police officer in the gun-free zone. No, 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 listen. Obviously, you didn't watch what happened out in Oregon. It's a gun-free zone, so they made sure the security guard had no guns, and that clearly prevented the shoot. Oh, oh, no, wait, never. Well, I mean, the the security guard said stop, or I'll say stop again. That's right. Stop, or I'm going to use this flashlight. Yes. I'm going to blade uh, my know, body away from you so that it looks like I'm carrying a fire. As, as I run away. As I run. Uh, well, you, know, you know, under under Florida statute, um, uh, again, a police officer is allowed to carry uh, wherever and, and at, at any time that, that they choose. Uh, some department policies mandate that an officer will carry their badge and ID and their firearm with them at all times. Yeah. So it all depends what your, your department policy is. Uh, my particular department policy, it, it does not mandate it. However, it is highly encouraged that an officer carries a, uh, a duty weapon or a, you know, a weapon that they've qualified uh, with them uh, at, at all times. I do that to uh, my friends. At, at, at all times. It, you have to uh, qualify and you have to carry your firearm when you're with me. <laughs> it's kind of a rule. You're not hanging out with me unless you're armed. You know, it, it, the... I don't want to say the stupidity. However, I will say the ignorance. Because there's a difference between stupidity and, and ignorance. Yeah, you in the can't hear stupid. Of, <laughs> <laughs> why, should, why should an off-duty officer carry? Uh, and I, I'll bring a perfect example. Out in Houston, Texas, there's an off-duty Houston officer on his way home in his personal vehicle. Notice another vehicle following him. Uh, he did the standard, I'll make three right turns. Uh, the vehicle kept following him. He yep. pulled over. Uh, it was occupied by four uh, nefarious individuals. Uh, one jumped out, started approaching him. He got out of the car, drew his weapon, uh, ordered the person, identified himself, very important, identified himself, and drew his service weapon. That person, as they came under a uh, streetlight, had a, his arm extended with a pistol, started shooting at the, at the officer. The officer returned fire, uh, striking the subject. And, of course, once we start fighting back, they want to run. So they all run, get back in the car, and take off. Uh, and they drop their buddy off at the hospital because we're not going to find out about that, of no. course. And no. then they, they end up arresting uh, 
all three, and then they have the, the other guy in, sub, uh, in custody at the hospital. So that's, you know, we come into contact with bad people all the time. And just because we're not wearing a uniform doesn't mean that we're not going to be recognized. Uh, so that right there is the ignorance behind that statement. Let's, Our lives are in jeopardy because of what we do, on duty and off duty. I, let's let's I, do easy math. Let's me do some easy math real quick. Um, Eight-hour shifts, three shifts per day. Uh, we're not even going to include the weekends because, of the, you know, the whole boss factor, there's extra guys. Let's just call it eight-hour shifts, seven days a week. That means at any given time, one-third of the policemen that are employed are working, and two-thirds of them are off-duty. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would you rather have the two-thirds that have the same level of high of training and they just happen to be off at the moment to be unarmed and not be there to help the citizenry? That makes no sense whatsoever. This is the way I look at it. You carry a firearm when you're off duty as a police officer because at a moment's notice, you may not be off duty anymore. Correct. You, yeah, you may be on duty when the guy jumps out of the car and starts shooting at you. Okay, guess what? I'm now on duty again. Yes. Yeah, you, you, listen, you may not be on the clock. But, uh, it's, it's, yeah. Believe me, you're going to be first on scene and the one writing the report. Right. Yeah, you may not be on the clock, but uh, I, I can't tell you the number of times, and I'm sure Bill can also, where you're you're standing there in line and recognize somebody, and then hope that they don't recognize you. Well, there, there's, <laughs> I'm going to throw out a term that I'm sure Kevin is intimately familiar with, uh, especially dealing with law enforcement. G- gently, gently. <laughs> <laughs> but three simple words: duty to act. Mm. You know, yeah. It's mm. not like we can turn and walk away. Yes. Uh, you know, this, yeah, well, but this you can't be sued for it. No, we have an obligation to do something. Yes. Yeah. And it, if you don't, and it's found out, you know, the, the ramifications, the possibility of you losing your job. If oh, you sure. Intervene. Negligence, malfeasance of office, it's it's all right there. You know, i got to yeah. tell you, I feel a lot more comfortable being in a movie theater knowing there's an armed officer or two, whether they're yeah. off-duty or not, are there, than not. The, the last thing I want to leave you with, the sign posted outside the theater that says no guns. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if you're in a state where that, that sign has the force of law or you're in a state where that sign is just the owner's preference. It does not apply to law enforcement. Law, no. law enforcement carries wherever they want with we have very, very because few they, exceptions. They have an obligation to. They have a duty to act. They are the centurions of our society. They are the protectors yep. of our society. They, they have to. Absolutely. Bill, thank you for calling today. Thank you for joining us. Anytime. I really appreciate it. All right. We'll talk to you again soon, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, Bill, uh, our favorite police commander. Uh, so thank you, Bill, for joining us. Uh, yeah, this, is, this was ridiculous the way this was written. This was written in a way to... to, to to give the impression that cops shouldn't be carrying guns off duty, and that's absolutely ridiculous. Did this cop make a boo-boo? Did this cop screw up? Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but but again, you know, to, if you haven't uh, if you haven't messed up before in your life, don't don't be judging anybody else. So, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. It's coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. See you after the break.
With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. A month-long spike in violence in Jerusalem and the West Bank shows no signs of abating despite new security measures put in place by Israel. Israeli authorities say five Palestinians have been shot today alone after a series of stabbings and attempted stabbings of Israelis. Ukrainian officials say 12 people are dead, another person missing after an excursion boat overturned in the Black Sea near the major port city of Odessa. The other 23 people who were aboard the boat were rescued. Hillary Clinton's telling black Alabama Democrats she'd champion voting rights if elected president. She says Republicans are dismantling the process or the progress of the civil rights movement. Mrs. Clinton blasted Alabama Governor Robert Bentley for closing driver's license offices in 31 counties where most residents are African-Americans. Alabama requires photo identification to vote. This is SRN News. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Dot com. 
You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Lance Corporal Daniel R. Bubb died October 17, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Bubb, 19, of Grotos, Virginia, was assigned to the 1st Light Armored Reconnaissance Battalion, 1st Marine Division, 1st Marine Expeditionary Force, Camp Pendleton, California, was attached to the 2nd Marine Division, 2nd MEF forward. He was killed by small arms fire while conducting combat operations against enemy forces in Rutba, Iraq. Bub was killed the day before he was to turn 20 years old. Inspired by the September 11th attacks, Bub finished high school at 17 and joined the Marines. That hit him right at his heart, that somebody from another country would do that to us, his mother, Janie Hara, said. Julie Bubb said she had spoken with her nephew by telephone hours before he was killed. She sang him happy birthday, then the two looked at the full moon together. I said, we're not that far apart, are we? And then three hours later, he was dead, she said, sobbing. Marine Lance Corporal Daniel R. Bubb, you are not forgotten. You can connect with uh, Max Law Orlando, the uh, office of Max Law Orlando, online at maxlaworlando.com. Their office number is 407-480-2179. And you can also call Kevin Maxwell personally on his cell at 407-467-4960. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Uh, I understand we have a special caller on the line. Hey, hey. How's it going? Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, his name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Birthdays. Uh, how are you doing? How's things going? Uh, doing good. Just touchdown back home. Nice, nice, uh. nice, nice. How is how is Alec? Everything all right with you guys? Alec? Oh, oh, we're not supposed to. We're not supposed oh, to talk about that. I guess that. that's on the uh, download. Down the download. Oh, Sorry about that. Yeah, Sorry. Well, you guys got to keep me in the loop. Keep me in the loop. <laughs> How's uh, how was the vacation? How's everything gone? Oh, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. You're gonna have some pictures to post up on the website for all the all the fans. I, I'm sure. Yes, yes, I will. Where's you know, like where's Earl's beard bin kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. Uh, you guys were gone uh, a better part of a week, ten days, something like that, weren't you? Yeah, about, about ten days. Yes. Ten days. All right. Well, well, we'll we'll let you get going. Appreciate you calling in. I know you guys are tired and trying to get back to the house. Okay, I'll give you a call later. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Well, that was nice to him to call in. There was. There was. It's uh, it's not a, it's not a show without the, without the beard in the room. You know, I saw some of the pictures from his vacation. Uh, Mount Rushmore was, I mean, yep. breathtaking. Yes. Uh, what was the one? Uh, Crazy Horse Mountain. Um, yes. Yeah, that yes, was, yes, yes. I'd never seen that one before. That was, was awesome. He actually, and it looks like too, he answered an age old question because he got some pictures of a bear doing something in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, there you go. So we, we know, we know if that's true or not. Uh, Kevin, we, uh, we, uh, we, we led up to this. We talked about it before. We said we wanted to talk about the Wisconsin gun shop that's been ordered to pay nearly $6 million to some injured police officers. 
Yes. Let me uh, let me give you what we got here on the story. If you recall, we talked to you a couple of months back about this. It was uh, Badger Guns out of Milwaukee. Uh, they had sold some firearms. Uh, it looks like what might have been a straw purchase, but we weren't sure at the time. We theorized that if there was going to be any fault or any blame here, that they would have it would have to be proved that they were uh, negligent in some way. In, 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 or illegally acted right. in some way to uh, uh, to have this occur. Um, jurors ordered a Wisconsin gun store to pay nearly $6 million on Tuesday to two Milwaukee police officers who were shot and seriously wounded by a gun purchase at the store. A uh, ruling came in a negligence lawsuit filed by the officers against Badger Guns. It's in suburban Milwaukee. A uh, lawsuit alleged that the shop ignored several warning signs that the gun used to shoot the officers was being sold to a straw buyer. That's someone who was buying the gun for someone who couldn't legally do so. Jurors sided with the officers, ruling that the store was negligent in selling the gun. Uh, investigators said that Mr. Uh, hold on, uh, Officer Brian Norberg and retired Officer Graham Kunish were both shot in the face after they stopped Julius Burden for riding his bike on the sidewalk. Summer 2009, surveillance video shows officers scuffled with Burden and slammed him into a wall before he shot both officers. Investigators said Burden got the weapon a month before the confrontation and giving, after giving $40 to another man, Jacob Collins, to make the purchase at the store in West Milwaukee. Uh, jurors ordered the store to pay... $1.5 million to Norberg and $3.6 million to Kunish. His injuries were more severe, and he was actually forced to retire. Uh, in addition to a $730,000 punitive damage award. Uh, officer, officer's lawyer says that uh, they do expect years of appeals in this case. The issue of liability gained attention in the U.S. presidential campaign when Democratic frontrunner Hillary... I'm not going to say the rest of her name. I'm just going to say Hillary. She recently said she would push for a repeal of the George W. Bush-era gun law that Badger gun lawyers said shielded their store from liability claims. Gun stores attorneys denied wrongdoing, said the owner. Adam Allen couldn't be held financially responsible for crimes connected to a weapon sold at his shop. Badger Guns, previously known as Badger Outdoors, has since closed and been replaced by a gun shop called Brew City Brewers, which is all owned by the same family. Here's here's the here's the weird, the weird part, um, or the part you need to know. Authorities have said that more than 500 firearms recovered from crime scenes had been traced back to Badger Guns and Badger Outdoors, making it the number one crime dealer crime gun dealer in America, according to the two, 2005 charging document from an unrelated case. Former federal agent also said shop had failed to take necessary precautions to prevent straw pur- purchases. Uh, okay, here's the issue at hand. Oh, there's several. Yeah, well, several. I want to point this one out, too. It says they're the number one crime gun dealer in America. Um, Who knows if that's true or not. They said 500 firearms recovered from crime scenes. Okay, 500 is an awful lot of guns recovered from crime scenes. Yes, it is. Um, I don't know uh, how many uh, gun dealers are in Milwaukee. I don't know how many gun sales this dealer has made. Let's just go extreme one end and say that there's... One gun store in Milwaukee, if it's something like Chicago or if it's something like D.C., if there's one gun store in Milwaukee and they sell 10,000 guns a year. And over the past five years, they've recovered 500 guns. Now, remember, this doesn't mean they sold 500 bad guns. This just means guns were recovered. 
This could mean your lawfully owned gun was stolen from you, your house or your home or your automobile and mm-hmm. turned up later. Yeah. Well, there's okay. also the possibility that you were the victim and that firearm was taken in as part of the investigation. Correct, correct. So that number, I, I, although those numbers that you hear there, I wouldn't focus on those numbers. What you need to focus on is the negligent or illegal sale. But but let's talk about let's talk about that for just a second. Okay. All right. Five hundred firearms purchased all from the same gun shop mm-hmm. that arrived at, at or at crime scenes. Yes. How you know how they found that out? They ran a check through the ATF. Mm. And you know what the ATF does when you get a a cluster like that? Kind of the same thing the CDC does. They go, oh, there's something wrong here. And they go in and they audit the living bejesus out of you. Right. And they, they give you a notice. Because when there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, and they go, mm. give you a notice that says, this is a notice to revoke, suspend, or fine. Yeah. And you're out of the business. So I'm thinking that that number may not be so supportable because I doubt that the ATF just went, no, we're not going to worry about it. They're not really a, no, we're not going to worry about it kind of group. They They're more of a... All right, stop everything, and we'll figure out what's really going on, you know, a couple of years from now. That's not how they do things. Yeah. Um, so we, we got that issue. The second issue is that <clears throat> there's an atom, element of punitive damages here. And, and in the jurisdictions in which I practice, in order to ask for punitive damages, you have to prove that up during the discovery process of the trial and then you go back and amend your pleadings to ask for punitive damages, and the judge, the court itself, determines whether there is sufficient supporting evidence to seek punitive damages. Punitive damages then are placed as part of what the jury can award as an award for the injury suffered. The issue here may be that they can't prosecute them because they don't have sufficient evidence to go beyond a reasonable doubt, this is almost a civil prosecution for what is perceived to be a criminal act, and there's a consequence for that. What will happen technically is that they'll probably just declare bankruptcy and escape the debt unless somebody decides to fund to keep that law, that, that particular case becoming precedent. But it's going to be so specifically driven on the facts, it'll probably be distinguishable from anybody else that isn't guilty of a straw man purchase. And we're going to have to talk about straw man purchases in more detail as well. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. When we get back, Kevin's going to continue giving us the legal ease on it. your weekend. Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. 
Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We've been talking about uh, Badger Guns in Milwaukee, which just recently had a $6 million judgment against them for uh, two police officers and then some punitive damage for some uh, some sales they made back in 2009. Or, or, or a sale. A I sale. Guess. Thank a you. Sale. Thank you. Uh, one of the uh, reports we've got here says, um, shoddy practices are cited. Uh the jury's foreperson said the jury all agreed that the business practices of Badger Guns were shoddy. He recounted testimony from the owners that they didn't train workers, they didn't have policies and procedures they regularly followed, and they had not read federal regulations and didn't even know everything that was required on federal gun selling forms. A responsible business owner would do more, and everyone agreed on that from the start, he said. Gun dealers have to do more than what we saw in this instance. I don't know how they got to keep their FFL, the ATF. Right, their federal firearms license. It, it, they yeah. do an audit of you at least every two years, right? and they would have confirmed that you were doing that right. So I, I don't understand how this didn't get caught. But then again, if I were the prosecutor or the, the, the plaintiff attorney, what you don't want is you don't want to find enough evidence to raise it to the level of a criminal act. 
Because if you raise it to a criminal act... Throws out the civil portion well, of it? it? It doesn't throw out the civil. It cancels the liability coverage of the insurance policy. Uh-huh. The insurance company is not liable for your knowing criminal acts. So he may not have wanted to do that because there may be a policy in place here. Um, if there was a policy in place, then that's their pocket. That's what they're going to go after. That's who will be filing the appeals. The gun shop, they'll just go file bankruptcy. That, that's how they'll escape the debt. But since the judgment was, in fact, in place and negligence under the policy is a covered action, it's the date of the negligence, not the date of the judgment. Um, yeah, the story says that jurors found that they, the gun dealers broke four laws when a clerk sold a gun that was used to shoot the two officers. Well, it these, doesn't, doesn't tell us what the laws yeah. are, but... That, that there's your negligence, you know? That, well, the, it, or your, the, your illegal act. Right. You're in, well, then the insurance company's appeal is going to be, we're not responsible, you can't make us pay, because the jury found they committed four criminal acts, and our policy says if you if you knowingly commit a criminal act, you're not we're not liable for your coverage. So they may have gone so far as to, they've got in the pocket, but they're going to find there's nothing in it. Um Again, this may be just a matter of making law, it, it making case precedent. But if they, if they did in fact commit a straw purchase, that and and ever before, they lost their license. ATF snatched it from them instantaneously. You get caught doing that one time. That's it. You're done. Mm-hmm. They they're you're done unless you can show that this was I, there was no way I could have known that. I there was no way. This guy came in, he bought it, I didn't see anybody else, I didn't talk to anybody else, he didn't ask anybody else questions, he didn't bring his buddy in to help him pick out something. And, and, and I've seen those kinds of events where, you know, what do you think I ought to get? What do you think I ought to get? What do you think? You know, and they come in because they're, they're not gun people, and they bring a guy that they think is a gun person. And, and you can usually tell whether they are a, or not a gun person because they go, well, you know, this, this, this high point is only, you know, $149. That's, maybe you should get that. Okay, he's not a gun guy. <laughs> uh, in the story, the officers contended that the, the gun shop uh, and their owners conspired to keep the gun dealing operation going when figure, federal regulators recommended revoking the license. It, it's, it's, it, there's no recommendation. Well, here, here, let me get to this part. The jury found that Badger Guns had broken 405 laws proposed to them in selling uh, the gun at the store. Uh, they negligently entrusted the firearm used to shoot the officers. The jury did not find the Badger Guns and Badger Outdoors conspired to sell guns unlawfully, but they, they did break laws. They didn't conspire to sell them unlawfully, but they did break laws. So evidently it was an inadvertent law-breaking. This is, 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 is what happens. They broke the law without knowingly, knowingly doing so. That's what I'm reading. Okay, well, you you can break a law without knowing <laughs> oh, you're breaking a law. Yeah, absolutely. Um, here's the, uh, the the part I wanted you to hear is that in 2006, regulators from U.S. Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives recommended revoking Badger Outdoors license, but there was never a revocation done. Okay. I, I got to tell you, I've never heard of recommendations from the ATF. The ATF either sent you a notice that says, congratulations, and, and it's one piece of paper. It, it's it, the heading is notice of intent to revoke, suspend, or fine, and it, right. issue a civil penalty. And at the end of that document, it tells you what they plan to do, and you have 15 days to appeal. And if you don't appeal, you're going to get what it says. If you do appeal, 
you're going to get what it says because it's an administrative hearing mm-hmm. and they already know that it, you read it. That's what the judge is going to hear. All your excuses are that their excuses. The other thing that's not listed here is whether that came from the industry side or from the enforcement side. There's two different sides to basically two different sides to ATF. Yeah, but if if they got a notice of intent to revoke, it came from the industry side. Right, industry side. These are the inspectors uh, and, and investigators that come and check out your operation and make sure you're doing things illegally. Enforcement. Th- those are the guys you see on TV. That's the ATF guys, yeah, they, the movie they wear guys, the badges and the guns. yeah, the badges and the guns, and they run around and do stuff. So it is possible. Maybe I don't know. The story goes I, all I over the place. I don't think Milwaukee's the same industrial the, the director of industrial operations as as the one we have in the southeast, or, or I guess for the east coast now. But uh, that when that gentleman sends you a letter. Yeah, it's you're, over. You're it's done. Over. Yeah. You're done. In, this letter well, is not a recommendation. Yeah. This letter is your notice. It's your notice. That's why it's, it's not called a recommendation. <laughs> yeah. It's called a notice. Yeah. And and yeah. you're you're pretty much unless you can honestly show that was completely inadvertent. And and I I think you've got a description of somebody who filled out the form, and and they said they had renounced their citizenship. Uh, what what we've heard. And we'll go back. To, we'll, we'll we'll cover that real quick. What we've we've heard out of this one is that. The employees, not the owners, uh, had a gentleman come in, and the first question on the form, or the first box to check on the form is, are you the actual purchaser, the buyer of this firearm? And they checked no. And the employee clarified with them, aren't you the one buying this? And they said, oh, yes. And the same time that was going on, another employee took the gentleman that was with the purchaser outside See, if that's on a recording or there's testimony, then it implies that there's a straw purchase transaction going on, and the employees knew or should have known it. Yeah. Yes. And, right. and and I've seen it at gun shows. You know, the the husband brings in the wife, and the wife's going to buy the gun. But the husband's the one that does all the picking out, and then, well, I'm I'm buying it for him. Why isn't it buying from himself? Oh, he's a felon. Thank you, ma'am. Have a nice day. <laughs> Which is, Bye-bye. you know what? Just, I only want to spend a couple seconds on it. Straw purchase, yes. But is it legal for her to purchase a firearm? You bet. But not once you tell the dealer you're getting it for him because he can't get it for himself. Correct. But if she had said... Uh, he's not allowed to have a gun anymore because he's a felon, but he's recommending which gun I get. That's legal. Okay. This is the line we're talking about, That's right. here, people. It's a, it's, a, it's a very fine line. But can he still live in the same house with the firearm in it? You know what? That's the question. I, I never recommend that you live in a house. What she has to do is she has to secure it uh-huh. in the household, in in an area that he is not allowed access to, because it's not use or even it's constructive possession, possession. of. Mm-hmm. It's possession, mm-hmm. and possession of a firearm. If if they if if the police decide they want to jack him up, mm-hmm. that'll be enough to jack him up. And it doesn't have to be possession in his hand. It has to be, it's called constructive possession. With one movement, he could open the drawer and put it into his hand. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's in a safe that he doesn't have the combination if to. If he has the combination to that safe and she decides she don't want him to live no more that in that location, to seek life elsewhere, like the penitentiary, mm-hmm. all it takes is her dropping down going, you know what, I think my convicted husband, convicted felon husband has access to my firearm. They will show up and take him away. There's this night. Excuse me. There's this uh, this 2005 law from uh, from President Bush 
it's still there to protect dealers. Right. It, it, but, you can't be sued just because there was a criminal act committed with your firearm. You, as the dealer, have to have done something negligent. If you do all due diligence, as you're supposed right. to do, with training, with background checks, and everything else, that's what this law was designed for. If you comply for. with the law, then yeah. you don't have – you have that – you have that shield. This is not a blanket immunity law if you no. go out and break the law. No. It, it doesn't mean you don't get sued. It means you have a defense to any lawsuit filed against you. You can move to dismiss it under that law unless they have proven by summary judgment that you have not complied with the requirements of the ATF to be a dealer. Thank you, sir. Thank you for uh, everything there. I think that covers about all of it. Hey, listen, tomorrow, if you want to join us, I think Kevin and I are hanging out maybe over at the uh, Claremont Gun Show. We're going to go visit some friends over there. I, know, I think I'll be there. I'm not sure if Kevin's going to be there. He's giving me that evil eye right now. No, the, I, I could use the break. I'm tired of pouring concrete. <laughs> 800 North US 27 in uh, Mineola. It's 800 North US 27 in Mineola. Isn't that it's, the uh, town hall? Town Hall, Mineola yeah. Town Hall, just north of Claremont on US 27. Kevin and I will be there from uh, 10 to 4 tomorrow. Well, that's when they're open, 10 to 4, 9 to 4, 9 to 4. Come on by. Bruce, thank you for sitting in with us today. Thank you. It was an honor to be here. Kevin, been another wonderful show. Please, please, everybody, remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. We'll see you next week. Springs, Orlando, 105.5 W280CJOVW, AM660.